And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Live from the bunker. Thanks very much for being here. I am Jason Hunt. I'm the editor here at sci fi for mecom And looks like my camera can't decide what color it wants to show you. That looks rather yellow and green today. All right, well, we'll take it. We are broadcasting live to YouTube, Odyssey, and Facebook. It is Casual Tuesday today. We also are available on various different podcast players. But I'm I'm looking at the statistics. I actually started digging into the numbers this morning. And I guess that most of the listeners that we have over on our podcasts. Uh, all of those numbers, a majority of them, belong to Zompocalypse Now, which is uh, the discussion between Mr. Harvey and Mr. Adair regarding uh, zombie stories and whatnot. Walking Dead is how that one started. So a lot of people watch, listening to that over there. Uh, and I've looked at some of the other numbers, and I guess the bulk of our audience is here live on, on video, which is which is perfectly fine. Uh, but we do have listeners in various different places around the world, and we're glad that you're here as well. Uh, live chat's open, like I said. Comments are around the email address if you want to suggest a topic or a guest. Live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com. And I really, I debated, I debated whether or not to do a show today because I don't really have a whole lot to talk about. Uh, the, we talked about Babylon 5 last night on the H2O podcast, uh, and, and you can check that out. And that, that conversation, you know, there's, there's no point in me repeating things here because you can hear what we've said there. And I'm looking around and just all, all the web for just some kind of an idea for a topic. And it's all... It's all pandemic, all vaccine, all mandate stuff. And I, for various different reasons, it's not something that I want to actually explore anymore here, uh, at least for now. There may be some discussions later on down the road as we get into October, November, December. But uh, yeah, I, I see I see what's going on. I see what's going on here in the United States. I see what's going on in other parts of the world, Australia most especially. And I despair for our civilization. Uh, Sci-fi Snob says casual Tuesday. I thought Jason would be wearing pajamas. Well, mm, it's not that casual. That's. Uh, that's maybe a late night sleepover stream 
But uh, that would be on Twitch, and I don't have an inflatable hot tub, so I guess we're out of luck there. But I'm looking at everything that's going on, and there is a part of me, the cynic, uh, who looks at what various parts of the world are experiencing and encountering. And I'm asking myself, how much more can we take? And I don't know, I honestly, I, I figured we would be past the breaking point before now. I thought that we would get to a point where people would say enough is enough. And that doesn't appear to be happening yet. When you have a state governor who gets up in front of a congregation and says, you need to be my apostles in order to spread some of, of the, the, the gospel of the vax, I guess you could say. That's scary. That's dystopian. I mean, that's that's 1984 stuff. And I know I'm I'm looking at this, and I said I'm not gonna I'm not going to uh, I'm not gonna talk about it. But there's stuff going on around the world that people don't even know about because the media is not covering it. I had a I had a doctor's appointment a few weeks ago, and uh, we were discussing the efficacy of masks and how it's, you know, how I think it's kabuki theater at this point. It's all driven by politics and money. And I said, well, you know, just look at what's happening in Australia. And she's like, what's happening in Australia? It's because the media is not covering what's happening in Australia. Unless you're looking and paying attention to stuff in various different places on social media. Nobody knows what's going on in Australia. I don't want that to happen here. But there are enough people who have aligned themselves with that mentality that it could very well happen here. Except, we still have the Second Amendment. Alright, that's all I'm going to talk about on that. Um, okay, so... It was. It's it's been knocking around in my head. Tomorrow we finally got a date. Tomorrow we're gonna have Chuck Dixon and Graham Nolan on to talk about their work in comics. Uh, we'll talk about Bane. We'll also talk about you know their time at DC and and uh, the stuff that they're doing now. They're both uh, involved in indie comics. They're doing uh, various different projects of their own, and it's gotten me thinking there are a number of of discussions that i've watched online i've taken part in online different uh different streams uh, that i've watched and i've participated in and seeing how the indie comics have progressed it's got me thinking it's got me thinking about a, uh, a comic book and I've I've 
mentioned this a few times just in passing. <coughs> Excuse me, but I figured, you know, why not? We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit here, if anybody's interested. If you're not, you can just hit stop or pause or, you know, go on to the next episode. About, well, four, 14 and a half years ago now, James would have been five, and he had the idea of making a new Star Trek. He wanted to make a fan film, because we'd been watching a bunch of different Star Trek fan films at the time. Uh, phase 2. I don't think Continues was around at that point. And this was about the time we found out J.J. Abrams was making a new Star Trek. This, this was before the 2009 Star Trek reboot came out. And so we came up with this idea... Um, Sci-Fi Snap says those are big names in indie comics you should really promote the stream there's no so, no reason tomorrow's stream shouldn't be your biggest live event so far I I am going to be hyping this uh, on social media most of the day yes I don't know that it'll be my biggest stream because I don't think we'll get into too much controversy I mean Chuck and Graham have both had their experiences but I don't think I don't think tomorrow's stream will blow up like the one with Gary with Ernie Gygax did but it might you never know who knows hello Robert uh yeah well late late's fine you know better late than never uh tomorrow we've got Chuck Dixon and Graham Nolan on to talk about comics um and, and my discussion with Perch from last week is doing fairly well. We're over 300 views on that one. So, so James and I kicked around this idea. And it hasn't gone anywhere. We've got scripts for a number of different stories. And uh, now it's just a question of getting back to it. I know Mrs. Boss has been... Uh, encouraging me to uh, to get back into writing and doing some stuff. But uh, we have this thing called Comet Tales. And I don't know if we're going to keep that, but we might. Because it feels... It feels... serial enough. Flash Gordon, Buck Rogers type thing. So we have this idea for stories... Uh, this it's a it's a story universe. The lead character is a guy named John Murphy. He's kind of a Han Solo, Malcolm Reynolds type. And you have, of course, you've got all of the archetypes. You know the the uh, the antihero. Not necessarily is mean, but you know looks out for himself. And he looks out for other people too in this circle. So the beginning of this. Uh, I asked, I asked James, I was like, okay, well, you know, Star Trek's taken, so why don't we make a new thing? It's a, it's a brand new, it'll be our own thing. He's like, okay. I said, what is it about? And we're sitting in the dining room, he looks up at the ceiling. And he says, it's about a light that turns people into eggs. And the eggs melt. And after that, we just we just went and it, wherever it wherever it went from there, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, how do I make this work? What is what exactly is this? And that idea through those discussions became John Murphy and the Orb of Doom. 
and the script's been written. Uh, it Sci-Fi Snob says, I don't like anything with tales at the end. It sounds too 1950s unless it's set in the 50s. It's not set in the 50s. It's set in the future because it's science fiction. But it is in the style of the old Republic serials. So, the you know, the Buster Crab, Buck Rogers, Flash Gordon serials, they're 10 minutes at a time, and there's the cliffhanger at the end and all of that. So that was the starting point. And we have John Murphy in the Orb of Doom, the sequel to which is John Murphy and the Vagabond Princess. And I've got John Murphy and the Pirates of Planet X and John Murphy and the Treasure of Mars. Those are titles of different ideas that we've had before. And over the last few weeks, I've been thinking, well, instead of these being web videos, because the original idea was that these were going to be web series, and they still could be, you never know. But I thought, okay, well, why don't we, why don't we crowdfund a comic book in this universe? So John Murphy and the something is going to be the new comic book. And we could take one of these one of these ideas for the for the films and we could convert it into a comic book, but I thought why not we do do something original. So I talked to James a little bit and we're kicking around ideas. We're going to start brainstorming a little bit. John Murphy and something. And if any of you have ideas, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll do a a, a tier in the crowdfunding that uh, you know maybe some some people get tuckerized or something in this story. I don't know. We don't, it, it's very 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 preliminary. <coughs> but I figured, why not? We're we're past the time when I should have probably been doing this. Robert says, I hear the failure rate of hiring a comic book artist is like 80%. Well, you know, we're, we're putting together a list. I'm looking at various different artists uh, and their, their websites and their DeviantArt and all of the different pages and stuff. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we'll find somebody. Uh, I've, got, I've got a couple of people in mind to approach. But we're not at that point yet. The story hasn't even... We haven't even broken the story yet. So... Uh, that's the first part, is to figure out where this story would live in the John Murphy timeline, for one. And then, you know, we have to populate our cast of characters, and we have to come up with character bios, and we have to figure out all of this stuff that happens before, before we get to the point where we need an artist. And if push comes to shove, I can... Uh, I can... Shanghai, Mrs. Boss, at least to do character sketches for the preliminary designs and stuff because she's an artist. Uh, she's not a, a sequential illustrator like we would need for a comic book. Would you Would you feel comfortable in your skill set to illustrate a comic book, Mrs. Boss? I don't know. She doesn't know. We'd have to see. I'm willing to try everything once. What? I'm willing to try everything once. Willing to try everything once. Well, maybe we'll put you on a variant cover. Mrs. Boss variant cover for John Murphy and the whatever, the whatever. Um, and yeah, and, you know, I've got to have, I, I'm going to be having conversations with various people who have had successful campaigns and see what, 
we can see. Hi, Mazers. He's back. No, you didn't miss a whole lot. We just, just gabbing here. But there was uh, there was one idea, John Murphy and the something labyrinth. James doesn't like labyrinth. So we're kind of in the we're kind of in the in the in a holding pattern until we figure out a title. Uh, Robert says audio is dropping out for him. Um, okay, uh, I'm seeing all my winky blinkies the way they're supposed to, so I don't know that it's anything on my end. Um, if if I if the show starts buffering for anyone, if you could pop a note in the chat and let me know. I think all of our settings are are okay. Uh, we haven't encountered any kind of issues since YouTube did their shenanigans a couple of weeks ago. <coughs> but, um, yeah, it's, that, that's, that's the idea. That's something. Um, I just don't know what it would be. I mean, we could, we could do one of these. I suppose we could just take the, the you know, the treasure of Mars, John Murphy and the treasure of Mars and do something with it. Cause I haven't done anything with it yet. Um, it's a, yeah, we don't even have, we don't even have a whole lot on this, but this is, this looks like it would be after this would take place after, after the Pirates of Planet X. So this is the fourth one. See, these are sequential, of course, because it's serial. Uh, and we actually did an animatic for uh, for the first chapter. I used uh, my Star Wars figures, my Star Wars action figures, as stand-ins. And a lot of green screen. The ships are built out of Lego. The space station's built out of Lego. Um... And and they're James Hunt original designs. Uh, let me uh, let me see if I can. Because um, we've got ideas here for a lot of different uh, stories, whether they're uh, they're s small types of stories, you know, short stories, short films, um, ideas for novels, and that sort of thing. But let me give you uh, the beginnings of this, because now remember, James was five, and he designed, this, he designed John Murphy's ship called The Second Chance. And here it is. This is a dorsal view of The Second Chance. Uh, where he, he says, this is what the ship looks like. And it kind of looks a little bit like a combination between a Corellian Corvette and a, and a Klingon Bird of Prey, because you've got the little wings here off to the side. But uh, that's, the, that's the design. And what we ended up doing is, let's see if I can get this. Is that it? Uh, that's... Not it. Where is it? This is this is the space station, because he says it looks like a chair. So we have the we have the power pylons here at the at the bottom, and they're ejectable. 
Uh, this is something that I've al- that's always bugged me about various different space stations is if if the power supply is somewhere inside deep, how do you get it out if you have a problem with it? The docking bay is up top. You have your command tower and all of your all of your services and stuff there. Um, <laughs> Sci-Fi Sam says, "Give that to the artist. That should be enough. It should be." Um, I kind of like Maze of Mystery. I uh, I don't I don't know maybe maybe there's 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 all sorts of possibilities uh, with all of this um, but you know we're we're doing various different and the reason all of this stuff is on green screen is so we could do the animatic which is you know just taking all of these things and putting putting pieces together. To uh, to show people what this thing would look like, and you know, I took various different photographs of different things uh, anywhere around to make the make the animatics, and so let's see here. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, so this here is the second chance arriving at the outpost. And you have, Alpha, I think that's Alpha Centauri B back there in the background. It's been a very long time since I've, <laughs> since I've done with all of this stuff. It's called Outpost 51. Um, here's an animatic for a spaceship chase through the asteroid belt here in the Sol system. Um, and you can see here the design for the second chance. You know, this is relatively what it might look like. We'd have to we'd have to go through and, and do some more cleanup on the designs. But it's, you know, it's one of those things, you know, it's, it's a five-year-old and he comes up with this stuff and I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's make this work. So now we've got to figure out the... Uh, the actual idea for a comic book. And so we're we're looking at that now to see what we can do with it. I don't know. We'll see. It's you know it is what it is. I if we if we make any money off of it, great. If not, then, you know, it was a learning experience. We'll see. Of course it'll be on Indiegogo. If if we do it. I, I'm allowing for the possibility that we don't. But it might be fun to write a comic book. Maybe. I don't know. Depends on what the idea is that we can end up coming up with. But, uh, yeah, it's a it's a good... There's a nice mix in the cast of characters. Older, younger, uh, male-female, balanced all pretty well. And, and, and it was, this was all back before all of the... All, all of the identity politics crap got into everything. So there's none of that there. I didn't have any considerations on, on any of that. Well, there's not enough women. But there's, there's plenty of women. One of them is named Ace. It's a part that I wrote for, uh, for Brink Stevens, who's going to be a guest on this show next month. Uh, but yeah, we have... We have various different characters. 
the gist of it is that uh, we've we've finally left our solar system. We have faster than light capability. That's the only really. That's the only real cheat that we've got in this story. Is we have faster than light capability now, and we have a st- we have a space station out in the out in the Alpha Centauri uh, sector of space, and it's a it's a it's a commerce hub because we're starting we're starting the colonization process. This is the beginning of of colonizing Alpha Centauri, and we have a villain who's got his own lair. And he's based on, um, he's based on the the villains that are in uh, portrayed by Sidney Greenstreet. If you know who he is, this is back in the '30s and '40s in the noir stuff. If you go back and look at the Maltese Falcon, for example, Sidney Greenstreet is there. He's very refined, very gentlemanly, posh type of thing, and I'm seeing it, you know, kind of a mix between if if Sydney Greenstreet was being played by Billy D. Williams, for example, you know, very refined, very gentlemanly, very polite, but he has his minions who are not so much, and it's one of those things where uh, there's there's the 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 business politics and you know are, whose whose side are you on in the grift as it were hello cam 1138 I see you there in the chat good to see you there uh, so there's that's the that's the nuts and bolts that's the basic spine of the thing and the second story the vagabond princess involves a ship called the vagabond princess which shows up at the end of well should i i shouldn't give that away i shouldn't give that away all right never mind never mind john murphy and the orb of doom was the first serialized story we got the script we've got the animatic um maybe i should maybe i should do this let me let me do this because i do have over on my other channel, I think, I think it's over there. Let me look. There's chapter, where's chapter one? Huh. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. All right. So I'm going to do this. And I'll show you a little bit of the first Comet Tales. Go through here. We've got flying through the through the asteroid. We have a little bit of animatic here. And you see, this is this is how we did. I used I used action figures. Uh, to stand in for everybody who uh, is not. So we recorded all of the dialogue for the first serial, for the first thing. And then we go back in here and start putting these kinds of things together just to give an idea of what this thing's going to look like. And so it's not 
it's not refined by any stretch of the imagination, but it gives you kind of a sense of the flow of the story and where it's going. And, and there's, you know, and this is all done in after effects and, and premiere and it's very, very cheaply done, but it's an animatic. It's not anything supposed to be any kind of, uh, really specific thing. You know, there's faster than light, a little burst, and we come in, and here is Outpost 51 coming into view. Here we come. That's uh, that's John Murphy's sidekick, George. And we come into the uh, space station here. I'll dr- I'll drop a link if anybody's interested in it. And I'll I'll throw that in there. It's not like I said. It's it's very raw, um, but it'd give you an idea of uh, of what we're what we're trying to accomplish here. We'll we'll put it. I'll put it in the in the video description here. Um, but yeah, it's. I'm looking at it now. I haven't I haven't watched this in a in a while. It's uh, it's been one of those things where I'm like, uh, this is very rough. <clears throat> This is very rough, but yeah, we'll I'll put this in the in the show notes, and I'll also put in. I think we got to chapter two as well. We got chapter two done too, so I'll put those those links in. If anybody wants to watch them, you can watch them. If not, no big deal. But this is uh, this is the beginning here for for what we were trying to do, and I can't believe that it's been fourteen years. <sighs> Where does the time go? You know, blink and you miss it. I don't know. All right, so I will do that. Um, and if anybody, oh, Cam says Lego space is the best space. Spaceship, right? Uh, I've I've got now some of this stuff comes from the Lego space from way back, uh, and and I still have I've can't show it to you, but I've still got the space the the moon base uh, rocket platform from way out. Mazra says, I see Star Wars is releasing a Lego Halloween special. I was interested in until I saw a Lego Poe in the trailer. <laughs> um, and Cam's got Benny's spaceship two feet away from him. Everything is awesome, right? Except in Australia. <coughs> okay. So that's, that's that. If any of you are interested in a John Murphy story... Uh, then let me know in the comments. You know, throw a throw a, a a question or an idea or a suggestion or something. Who knows? Maybe we'll put something together in the in the crowdfunding where people can can actually use a tier to make suggestions for the story. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to see how it works out. Like I said, this is very 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 preliminary. Uh, James and I have still got to brainstorm what kind of a story we want to tell. Uh, Green, Green Apple says, John Murphy's story sounds cool. Well, thank you. We're kind of excited about it. And one of these days, maybe, I mean, the the idea is very, very big with regard to all of the different kinds of stories that we could tell. I actually do have a short story that was, uh, a short script that was finished that I'm converting to a short story. It's called The Castle of Cortez. And it is... A, 
it is a prequel of sorts. It's a short story about the person who's been put in charge of the space station. It's his origin story. <laughs> These sound like great ideas. I think I will steal them. Any artists out there, we need to get this out fast. Yes, and send an email to uh, live from the bunker at sci fi for me.com and I will pass that along to sci fi's knob. <clears throat> All right. Okay, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, like I said, if you're interested, I, and you know, if you want to subscribe to the other channel, you can. That's my, that's my commercial demo reel over there where you know, my actual day job stuff lives. Uh, but uh, yeah, this will, this will be something that kind of percolates in the back of my mind for a while. We'll, we'll circle around and revisit it again. In the meantime... I do invite everyone to subscribe to this channel and our channel over on Odyssey. Uh, we want to get that count up. Right now we're still sitting at 149. I'd like to get to 150 by the end of the week if we can. And uh, we are sitting at uh, 2,000... Where are we here? No, we're at 1924 on YouTube. So steady growth. It's slow, but it's steady. So if you haven't subscribed to the channel already, we do invite you to do so. Have your notifications turned on. Any feedback is welcome. We do read all of the messages, whether it's a comment or an email. And uh, we're continuing to track all of the changes in uh, Comic-Con schedules and vaccination policies and mask policies and all that other stuff. So we do regular updates on that as well here. And then tomorrow... Chuck Dixon and Graham Nolan will be guests here, live from the bunker. So uh, be here for that tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 Central, on Sci-Fi For Me TV. In the meantime, check out the rest of the videos that we've got here. And remember, there are four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2021 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.